the flesh like yeah. Ain't no death sight Looking forward to the next night Much longevity for text life Like I'm searching for the neck bites How many people will stress I'm one of the best mics yeah. Multi-millies, your guest right One of the pioneers I am here Never looking at no dying years Rhyming, I'm in shining clear The old link for me told me um, I had to be accepted into the room so it, huh. it, it didn't it didn't did used to change, say that did you change anything nope i have it bookmarked so I don't know. oh hey i have the code for the old one hmm. i wonder if that would work but don't worry about it it's not a big deal yeah it's just sad because it's an old one and we've been going the same stupid thing for over a we, year that's hilarious yeah it was 50 episodes with it whoa there you go well actually no good. it was 50 episodes that we've been back you and me doing it so okay so some of those were live so probably 30 so, episodes how many episodes have we done? This is episode 151. 151 of all the ones we've ever done since the beginning of this whole thing we've ever done. Yeah, like seven years ago, seven and a half years now. That's pretty sad. We've only done 150 yeah. at that time. There should be so many more, it seems. There should be. Yeah, but we do what we can. Yeah, and we took like, I don't know, two, three years off. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're busy. Yeah. <laughs> we're busy people. But hey, I guess we're recording, right? Yes, we're recording. Okay, we're live. All right. So, how was Thanksgiving? It was good. We were uh, down in Florida. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have a clue that you were down there. You didn't tell me that's where you were going. Was that like a last minute kind of thing? No. Um, Aaron's parents set it up. We did this in 2019 where they took the whole family down and we stayed at a resort. Okay. And so cool. they decided to do it again. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So awesome. Awesome. I took all my work. Yeah, equi- no. I took my work equipment down there and I worked Tuesday and Wednesday down there and. Had the rest okay. of the time off. Nice. Isn't that awesome how we can be so flexible like that nowadays? Oh, yeah. Except my backpack had uh, my laptop, two tablets, a printer, a payment device, yep. a handheld scanner, six fake credit yeah, cards. But, but I bet you you're happier doing that than not being able to go. Kind oh, of yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's worth the extra little bit of effort like that. So. Yeah. I only took about half my equipment with me. <laughs> only half of it, yeah. No, I, I can't imagine trying to do my job. I'd have to take three monitors. <laughs> With me to be able to do mine. Yeah. I mean, not like it would be impossible to do it, but man, it'd be a major inconvenience to have to only work with one monitor. That'd be crazy for me. Yeah. I, I, I don't have that struggle because I just have my laptop. Yeah. I have, uh, a, I do have a monitor, but it's hooked up to a tablet for, uh, like I was working in a rental car branch. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, no, I learned that you went down to Florida because um, I met up with your brother over the uh, break there. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't seen him. What was it? We just we found out like eight months or something like that. So we were getting caught up. And the reason I bring that up is because we went to Narrow Gauge. Yes, so that's what he said. I have, a, I have a I have a beer to share with you. All right, I have a beer to share. Uh, Narrow Gauge's uh, OJ Run. I love OJ Run. <laughs> that is that it's is so my good. favorite. That is one of my. If I had a Mount Rushmore beer, that would be on it. Really, I, I like it a lot too. Because you know how I don't I don't like things that are usually well, IPAs and I do not agree very often. Right. I'm sure that was an IPA. Now, if you ask me like for stats, you know, maybe I don't I don't remember any of that. Um, I think it's sure like six and a half percent. It's a yeah. New England IPA, so it's not as uh, bitter as like yeah. West Coast IPAs. See, that's and that's that's why. As yeah. long as it wasn't as bitter. I loved it. I really, really did enjoy it. So yeah, if you see any so, IPA that says New England or Hazy on it, it's less bitter yeah. than a regular. Okay. So, how did we used to do this? What was our rating system? How many, uh, how many pint glasses or whatever? I don't remember. We used to have a, a, a grading system. Yeah. We'll say how many, how many pint glasses out of out of five pint of five. glasses? I give this. I give it five. I give it five out of five. Yeah, I would too. So, I'm. It was really good. 
Right now I'm drinking an old bakery beer company, Upriver Organic Juicy IPA. Okay. But it's more of a West Coast than an East Coast. It's more bitter, not as hazy. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did you pick up anything in Florida that you can only get there kind of thing, regional? Um, yeah, I picked up four different IPAs. Um, I think only two of them are from Florida. One of them was from Louis, uh, Louisiana. I usually okay. uh, There's a parish brewing... Um, I don't remember where in Louisiana, but they usually they have one called Ghost in the Machine. It's one of my it's something I always grab down there. But this time I grabbed Doctor Juicy instead. Doctor Juicy, yes, <laughs> that sounds gross. Yes, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a name! What a name for yeah. it. So, so I almost yeah. went Black Friday shopping for beer down there too because the uh, uh, Bourbon County stuff came out. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't get a chance to even. It's been such a whirlwind. The holiday was just so freaking crazy getting to where we needed to go for so many different things. Yeah. I didn't forget about it. I just didn't get a chance to actually go peruse and see what was there, if it, anything. I don't Last year, nothing really sold out. There was right. plenty of everything. I think the, the madness of trying to get it before it all sells out, I think that's kind of died down a little bit. I, but, um, I believe they're making more, too, than they used to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you figure they would. I mean, they're yeah. mis- they missed out how much opportunity to sell that much more, you know? Yeah. So I did go when we got back into town. I got two regulars, and I got one of the variants. I don't remember which one it was. But I, I haven't actually gone to any liquor shops. I just went to Schnucks mm-hmm. and found them. So. That's usually where I go to, to yeah. be honest with you. Just go to the grocery store, see if I can find them there. This weekend I might just, run to like uh, Prior Talks and see if they got any of the variants. And that's what I was going to ask you. Do, you, do you. do you happen to know what the variants are supposed to be, or are you going in blind? Um, I... I rem- I looked at them all when they announced them a few months ago, but I never went back to see what they were. Uh, my buddy Jeff, though, he got all of them, so I'll probably okay. go over to his house at some point and try them all. Okay. And how many variants are there supposed to be this year? Because, I mean, last year I remember there was the Coca-Cola. Yeah. There was – God, what else was there? The Coca-Cola was one that shocked me the most. I was like, that was pretty decent. I, yeah. I never thought they'd mix Coke and beer together, right? So Right. And then there was uh, – yeah. was it Cherrywood, I think? Yeah, that was really good. I like that one. Yeah, that was really really good. I, the one I liked the least, I think, was the original one that I said tastes like soy sauce. Yeah, um, yeah, I did not do that one. I think I think there's usually like six to eight every year. Yeah. Where's the? I guess I just didn't get all of them last year. Did more come out later than? No, they or, just some of them are more rare. They're harder to get. Oh, okay, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, no, I was just I was happy I could contribute something to the beer talk this time. But it just sucks that you've had it already. <laughs> I couldn't well that well that was a game we played there for a little bit. Has has Jay had it yet? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had that one. So but I guess you've had everything from Narrow Gauge at this point. Oh no, they're pumping out so much stuff. It's hard to it, Oh really? And only like the big beers are the ones I can find out this way. Yeah. So if I want something specific, I usually have to make a trip into them. Yeah. That that whole half an hour drive. <laughs> that whole, well, no, it's a little bit longer than that for you. It's got to yeah. be a little bit longer than that. Um, yeah, it's sad. It's so sad that that place is right down the it, well, not right down the street, but five ten minute drive. Really, to be honest with you, depending on traffic that day. Yeah, they just don't get there enough. Like, because Mike was shocked. He's like, "You guys don't come here." I was like, "We never come here. We just don't." I told him we very. There's very few places we go out to these days, but yeah. Um, yeah, I was happy to go there because I definitely want to try the beer that day. So Sunday, I needed a beer. <laughs> well, I I needed one tonight because we had more phone. We in the middle of more phone drama. 
Oh God, your phone drama, your phone drama turned into my car drama. I know. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. Oh my gosh. So what, what's going on with the phone this time? So it's Kaylee's phone again, the flip phone. Oh God. She, yeah. Uh, so we got back Saturday and I think it was Sunday. Her boyfriend texted us saying, uh, Kaylee's phone has stopped working. We're going to be home in just a little bit from church. Cause she went to church with my mom and we stayed home cause we were being lazy. Um, so she got home and the screen wouldn't come on at all. Okay. I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, well, I'm going to let the phone die and then restart it and see if that just kind of resync something in there. Mm-hmm. Today I'm like, this damn phone hasn't died yet. It was at nine percent when I was done with work. <laughs> oh my god! But I opened it up. Well, at, least, at least you have good battery life. That's yeah. something you can't complain about. Yeah, that's good. So um, I I opened it and the screen popped out, but the middle third of it was all black. So the screen had pulled away from the actual phone, and it's not working in the middle. So. We go to the AT&T store, and it's the same guy I talked to last time. And the guy who said he was going to set up or file a claim for me and never did. Oh, God. Yeah. And it was the same guy that when I called in and talked to the people in India, they told me the people in the store are lazy. And when we walked out tonight, I said, yeah, that's the guy that they said was lazy. And Aaron goes, <laughs> I believe it. Because he did nothing, he took our uh, he took our name. Y'all got you got to find a different AT and T store to go to. Is what it sounds like. Uh, I think so. But uh, he <laughs> took our name and information. He's like, "Well, you're gonna have to call retention, and if they can do anything for you, let's go that route first. He's like, "Worst case scenario is I can get you guys a new phone eventually, but I'm gonna have to go in and I'm gonna have to jack around with your account and." You're going to have an extra line on there, and I'll be able to credit it off. But he's like, it's a lot of work, and it's last resort. What a nightmare. So Aaron called retention. I'm like, I'm done with this. This is all you. (laughs) So I'm tapping out. Tapping out. (laughs) I I did my share last time. So she's on the phone with him, and the person's not helping. And the person goes, do you want to speak to my manager? And Aaron's like, yeah. So... She goes through the whole story again with the manager. Won't do no. anything. Like We're like, we're done with this phone. We don't want this flip phone anymore. We want a brand yep. new phone. We don't want yep. new activation fee. We don't want to have to pay, pay sales tax on it. Mm-hmm. We want it like this transaction never happened, and we just want a new phone. Yep. Well, we can't do that. So she was, she was on the phone with him for an hour and a half. She... Escalated it up like two more levels and they would not budge. And Aaron's like, Give me your presidential hotline because I'm going to call in and I'm going to complain about this. Mm-hmm. She's like, We have four lines. We're about to get a fifth one in the next year and a half. We will pull our business and go somewhere else. Well, there's nothing we can do. She's like, You're seriously going to lose five phone lines? You're going to lose like $300? They I mean, three hundred dollars is like nothing, but yeah, I mean, but like the customer service. Wise, we we all know that that's how a business is supposed to be ran, but you yeah. know they don't care when yeah. they get the, when businesses get as big as they are, they don't care. Yeah, they do not. <laughs> so when I came down here, she was on the phone with Samsung trying to see what they could do, since it's yeah. still under warranty. But yeah. 
we don't want this phone anymore. We've yeah. had it. We've had it for three months and it's broke twice. Yeah. So, and then in the midst of it all, and I'm all pissed off, I'm unloading the dishwasher and because of the ligament issues in my thumb, my thumb dislocates. <laughs> the, it happens. It happens like two or three times a year. So really? I actually, oh I told God. her the other day it was starting to hurt. I need yeah. to be careful. And then I just didn't even think about it and it just popped out of place. Uh, I was about to wait to hear you say while you were doing it and it did dislocate, you dropped your, uh, your, uh, one of your pint glasses. Yeah. No. <laughs> one of the ones that you like. Nope. <laughs> it shattered everywhere. It shattered just like my dreams of having a phone that works shattered. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. No, my I luck, hate it. My luck wasn't that bad. I just, I, I can't customer service. It, it doesn't exist anymore. No, it, it doesn't. really doesn't. No. And it's just, it's sad. It's really, really is. And then, and you, and you question yourself, should I try, what do you, what do you do? Do you try one of these little no name, like, you know, carriers that really just piggyback off of one of the bigger carriers, you know, yeah. and see if it, it works better that way. It, it, it just doesn't, I don't, I don't, nothing seems to work these days. Right. <laughs> and no one has any, no one has any pride in their product anymore. Yeah. Either. That's what I always feel like. Except if, no, I take that back. I think <laughs> certain like American made companies, I think do still have a lot of pride in their product and will do whatever they can to make it right. Cause that's the lifeblood of their, of their product is their small businesses. I'd say like, yeah. think about like firearms or stuff like that along yeah. those lines. Um, I think those, but, but you're, you're big apples, Google's, Samsung, none of them. They don't give two rats' asses. They don't care at all. I would, sad. I would say sad. the exception to that would be Amazon because if you have a problem with Amazon, they're like, all right, send it back or just keep it. We're sending you another one. Exactly. Well, and that's just because there's, they have so much freaking money that doesn't even matter. Yeah. They just generate so much business. It's it's easier for them to take the small loss there and just keep generating the revenue. And yeah. maybe that's the business model to go to, you would think. But yeah. Be- is just like, I'll take one less space flight next year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. What a nightmare. Yeah. What a freaking nightmare, man. So no, I don't have any drama to share with you though. Dude. I'm going to knock on wood there. I got nothing. I got nothing. Wow. So like, yeah. What two weeks with no car problems? Uh, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, everything's, Working the way it should be. We just trying to not go as many places if we can, yep. <laughs> but that doesn't happen to work. Um, but yeah, everything's good. Everything's all good. Just uh, wrapping up towards the holiday, you know, as far yeah. as Christmas goes. And then um, I just got a ton of time off coming up. Oh, I'm taking nice. off every Friday, every Friday for the rest of the year. I'm off. And then I'm also off the very last week of the year. So I've got a lot of time off coming up and it's, it's, I find that to be just fine. We're so slow with business. I don't think I'm going to miss very much yeah. <laughs> to be honest. With you. So is that because they've given you so much vacation time or just cause you haven't used anything? Both. I mean, well, not well, roll over, roll over vacation from the previous year. And gotcha. When I got hired on, I got a pretty decent vacation package right off the bat. So yeah, that's, that's my negotiation. When that, I came over, so. That's something I'm missing from the last job. Cause I, yeah. Went from about twenty five days of vacation to ten. So Oh wow. Yeah, that's a lot of vacation. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so no, we have three I think we get three sick days and then I got uh fifteen vacation days of what I have. So Yeah. But then again when you try to schedule them around like 
if there's a holiday in there, try to make an extended weekend. Like you can get an extra week off technically. You, yeah. Or you don't want you know get a whole five days off in a row kind of thing. That's what I try to do a lot this year too. Well, I found that being in a non-banking situation, I get I get different days off. So like, Aaron gets like the Columbus Day and the Veterans Day and all that stuff that I don't. But like, we get the day after Thanksgiving and I get Christmas Eve. No, our department. Mm works on veterans day to get the day after thanksgiving off yeah. <laughs> we, we trade it we did a trade-off for that yeah. so yeah i think everybody would do that to be honest with you. if given the choice they would definitely do that yeah i also get a half day in december for shopping that's nice yeah but see that's what happens <clears throat> you're working for a it's not even small you can't call the company i'm not gonna name them yeah but you're, I'm not gonna name them. they're not small but they're local yeah and they're not global they're not a global that I'm aware of. Are they global by any means? Or they have subsidiaries maybe in other areas? Um, they have North America and they have Europe. Okay. And I just don't consider them to be as big as Apple. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to break it down that way. So not not as big as the bank we both used to work for. Correct. That's what I'm trying to get at. And that's why I've I, that's why I've really enjoyed working for a smaller bank, dude. I love it. I love not working for the big boys. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Kind of very nice. The the thing I found is being in a non-regulated industry when we That's have it. when we have system issues that break and mm-hmm. they can't get them fixed in time. Yeah. Oh well, push it till next month. Right? Not used yeah. to that. I'm used to like all right, well, we'll have the fix in at 10 o'clock tonight. So you guys need to be on at 10:15 yep. and spend all night testing it. Mhm. Ah. No, not the best way because you ever, everything's so time sensitive. Yeah, and what, what I do, so nope, nope, I get it, I get it. So, but well, that's awesome. Got to go down to get some good weather, which <laughs> I found it funny. I saw a post yesterday on uh, Facebook about someone saying they post like I get those pictures every now and then where they take their phone and they post the temperature for the day. Yeah, and where they were, it was sixty degrees, and she goes, "I've been spoon fed global warming for how long? This has to be proof that it really exists, right?" And I was like, but you're in the south. Yeah. <laughs> you're, it's, it's, it's the, it's, you're on the coast in the south. It's still going to be warmer there. Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's plenty cold right here. You saw how cold it was today. Yeah. I thought it was a bit be out today. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I didn't even see what the temperature was, to be honest with you. But I could just tell. I didn't either. It's cold as shit. <laughs> well, and it was cold before we left town, and it was cold when yeah. we got back. It just yeah. warmed yeah. up while we were gone. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I just I just find it funny where people don't recognize with the fact that hey, you're somewhere where it's supposed to be a little bit warmer. It's yeah. so funny. I think I think that person just moved there, and one of the locals kind of chimed in, going, "Hey, this is totally normal for this time of year. It gets cold in January. <laughs> 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 It'll be this way until about January. That's when we actually see it getting cold. Otherwise, this will be the this is normal for right now. So there's no change because of what." anyone's quote-unquote spoon feeding you about something else. It, it's like oh god <laughs> and then cold turns into the the low 50s well <laughs> you know exactly for yeah. some people you know it depends on what temperature it is yeah it's just <laughs> every time i go if it just weren't for the wind gusts if we just didn't have which we have a wind advisory i don't know if you saw that but um if it just weren't for the wind man that wouldn't be too bad it's huh. just it gets brutal, brutally cold with that wind coming through man we can hear it here <laughs> yeah yo so but that means it's coming our way then. That's what it means. Yeah. So yeah, that was before you know. It. But yeah. So I'm glad you had a good uh holiday there and then we got some more coming up. So yeah. what is on the agenda for this evening, sir? All right. Well, first off, 
it was a big trailer day today. Yeah, I saw you sent those, and I haven't had an opportunity to watch a single one of them, to be honest with you. And the one I'm most upset about was the first one you sent. I really, really wanted to watch that one, because I'm curious about how that's looking so far. Oh, I forgot the order I sent. Indy Indy 5. Indy Indy 5. It looked really good. Okay. So good, I'll probably go back and watch 4, because I've never seen it. But my, you really gonna put yourself through watching the worst one of all of them? Probably. I oh. mean, I'm gonna sit down and watch Morbius eventually, so okay. it can't be that bad. Well, at least with Morbius, it's it's on Netflix. Yeah. So whatever. When it's Netflix, you don't really care. I'll probably find them at the library. But or get at the, yeah, exactly. Get it at the library for sure. Yeah. So my kids have only seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. Um and that was a couple years ago. So when I showed them the trailer for five, they're like, all right, it's time to sit down and watch them all. I'm like, yes, okay. finally. Which, to be honest with you, Raiders is not even my favorite one. No. I, actually, this is one of those rare trilogies where you go, I go in reverse order, not King Skull, no, not yeah. Crystal Skull. No, that, yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That one doesn't exist to me. I just said that doesn't it, exist. It's not and part it's of the trilogy. trilogy. And I go backwards. My favorites go three, two, one. And I wonder if that's because of the age we were when they came out. Because I remember seeing uh, The Last Crusade in theaters. Uh-huh. And then went back from there. Really? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. No, I watched them all at home. I did not see any of them in the theater. Okay. Yeah. No, I never saw a single one in the theater. I just, that's my preference. I mean, Sean Connery at his best. Oh, yeah. At his best in number three, so... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking for, I'm I'm apprehensively looking forward to this. Did they, I'm guessing they did not cuz did Connery die? I don't know if he's still with us. No, he he's gone. He's gone. Okay. So yeah. the, he's definitely not in there. Um I'm going to hope and pray we get a short round uh cameo. I, they, they didn't show it yet, so it might be yeah. it'll probably be in the final teaser if they do or final I'm trailer. Praying, dude. I, I I would yes. <laughs> it's yes. like when Daredevil comes on screen for me if I see a short round, so that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um so I'm looking for I'll I'll watch it. So what was your first take on the trailer? Is it was this a teaser or was this a full on hey, this is what we got? It was is it was a minute and a half and it didn't give okay. a lot of the story, but okay. it, it was enough to get me more interested. Okay, and the only rumors I'm hearing about it is that they're thinking about making a new the new Indiana Jones is going to be a female after him. Hmm. Interesting. Have, yeah, I've heard I, that rumor. Because um, I know, and then I also saw an article yesterday where he where actually Harrison Ford wanted the character to die with him, saying he doesn't want anyone to reprise the role after him. I, I can see that. Yeah. Which you know, I you know there was that rumor for a while there that Chris Pratt would be one taking over, but now. No, not for they're not going to touch him with that role, I guess. So, but, uh, so my thought on it is, it's not like a comic book movie where you've got years and years of story. You've had so many different artists doing versions of the same characters that you mm-hmm. can have a different actor come in. This is IP, IP that they could be like, "Look, we're done. The mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. We're not going to sit yep. here and recast them over and over." Yeah, yeah. Well, either way, you know, I'm hey, I'm happy with having the original trilogy, and it's kind of like yeah. we start with. I love all the Star Wars stuff we got. Yeah, but we never had another Star Wars thing. I don't think anyone would be complaining. We'd be happy with the original Star Wars trilogy. Hey, Same with this. I'm we, happy with the original Indiana Jones trilogy. We thought we were only going to have the original Star Wars trilogy for a long time. Very long time. Correct. So, yeah, and then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. I. I think the less I see that, the uh, the better. I, I don't really want to know too much going into it. 
I, I probably need to read up on my Adam Warlock stuff. I'm not too versed in it very well. Um, but I haven't even watched the uh, the Christmas special. I still need to watch that. Oh, it was so fun. How long was that? Was that a 30 minute thing? Uh, I think it was closer to an hour. Okay, but not but uh, not a full on like hour no. and a half, two hour movie. No. Okay. And I mean, it, it's mostly Mantis and Drax, but they were great together. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard that they were pretty good together. But all of them were in it, though, right? For a little bit. Um, everyone but um, Gamora. Gamora, they still have. So in this timeline, we're saying she's definitely still dead, and we're not going back to the one that came back. No, the, in, in the game. No, the one that came back in Endgame is there. Okay, so that that version of her is there. So right. I don't like that. I don't know. If, well, whatever. Because because the Nebula was killed by. Our timeline's Nebula, yeah. and Thanos was killed at the end by Tony Stark. So, yeah, okay. So, uh, so what was your take on that trailer? It's gonna, it's gonna be a depressing movie. Why do you say that? I had already heard that we're getting the origin of Rocket. Okay, and I have this feeling he's not making it out of the movie. Really? In the trailer, in the trailer, almost confirms that. Okay. But I mean, it's James Gunn. It could be throwing up some flags to make you think that's what's going to happen. Sure. But they've already said this iteration of Guardians isn't coming back. James Gunn isn't coming back. So right. yeah, it's all done. Yeah. Although I think we will see. Some Does that new- mean all the all the people in their roles are not like we'll see a new at some point we'll see a different person playing Drax, different person playing Star Lord, all that stuff? You think? I think the only two that they would probably be able to keep pretty easily would be Rocket and Groot because it's just voice acting. True. Yeah. That'd but, be sad though. I like I like how they all work together. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't want them breaking that up, but. If they're kind of like saying, "Hey, if James is done, we're done," kind of thing, I see that too. You know, I I, I can I can appreciate that. I I have a feeling we will see some of them back though in Secret Wars because apparently the big rumor is everyone's going to be involved with that. I heard Tony. I heard they're having Downey come back for that one. I I've heard they're talking to him. I heard they're talking to Chris Evans about playing yeah, two I heard roles. That too. Yeah, I'm, and I'm also curious if we're going to get uh, our X Men folded into that in regards to seeing McAvoy and all of them. Um, from what I've heard, uh, Kevin Feige wants to do a send off for the Fox people. Okay. So we won't see new mutants until after all this. Okay. Well, we'll, cool. so we'll probably see both McAvoy and Stewart and we'll probably see both Fastbender and Ian McKellen. Yeah. Well, they deserve They will. They deserve a proper send off. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. And I'm guessing that means we get. At least one more movie then with Hugh Jackman after Deadpool. Okay. Yeah. That would be really cool. I, why would he not want to do that? Because apparently Deadpool is going to be touching all the Fox properties too. <laughs> nice. Then maybe we'll get the old Fantastic Four back. <laughs> or maybe Fan Four, Fan Four Stick or whatever they call yeah. it. Well, yeah. Maybe, we'll maybe we get both versions. Possibly. Yeah. I agree with you there. Could be that. Hey, so. If anyone's going to pull that off, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. No. So. All right, so and then uh, what was it? Transformers: Rise of the Beast. So we're getting. I never watched Beast Wars or anything like that. I, I don't. I, my Transformers times ends way before that. Yeah, mine too. And so I don't really know the characters. I know the main was Optimus Primal, and it's voiced by uh, Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. Um, so is so, he yeah. doing, is he doing the voice of Prime in in this next one? No, Peter Cullen. No, okay, they're keeping Peter. Okay, yeah. good. And so. Good, um, good. I don't know who any of the bad guys are. They didn't really show them. They showed some of the the Beast War characters. Um, Will knew a couple of them because they've started making toys again for them. 
Okay. And he's picked up a couple. But like, um, oh, what is the science guy's name? Bill Nye? No, no, the Transformer. <laughs> um, Wheeljack. Uh, Wheeljack is, oh. is being introduced. Okay. He's going to be uh, voiced by Danny Rojas. Nice. Yes. Football is life. <laughs> yes. Wheeljack is life. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, it, it looked interesting. Because I, there's five. Okay. They, and I've, it's now called the Bayverse. They call the, the original Transformers. Like, there's five Bayverse ones, correct? I think so. Because one was called The Last Night. I thought that was the fifth one. Because you had the Marky Mark one I thought was the fourth one. Yes. And there's one after the Marky Mark one that I think yeah. maybe Marky Mark was in it. Because there was three but, Shia LaBeouf and two of yeah. them had Megan Fox in them. Correct. Yeah. And then there were two Mark Wahlberg ones. There's two. Okay. I, th- I, th- I yeah. don't think I've ever seen the fifth one. I, it wasn't I missed good. that one. Because I think it's called The Last Night or something like that. I think I, so, I, yeah. I, I, King Arthur, like, wasn't King Arthur involved in it or something like that? I don't remember. I think I blocked it out. All right. Because my biggest gripe about Rise of the Beast, which I haven't watched tra- the the um, trailer yet, sorry, mm-hmm. was that we never got a really good Dinobots. I think we we we, we got um, Grimlock once. Yeah. But it wasn't really Grimlock. You know what I mean? It just, no, it was just, just a giant dinosaur. Yeah. And so I'm like, I wish we could have seen that. That would have been cool. I think yeah. they have a lot of properties they could pull from. Especially the comics where they could show the war on Cybertron a lot more. Yeah, I, I think they could really dive into that. But um, they got to try something new if they want to try to keep that franchise up and running. You know, so I don't. I'm. I will say I'm intrigued, but it's not something I'll go see in the theater. I'll wait. I'll, I'll be an at home one for me. We'll. Well, I'll probably take Will to the theater to see it. Aaron might go too. I don't think the other kids are interested at all. Yeah. Well, you know, and as far as far as the Bayverse goes, I really, really do like the first one. I get. I. It's one I can rewatch. Yeah, I, I enjoy it for what it is. There's some really funny lines, great action. Um, and then the third one, I like Dark of the Side of the Moon. I like that one, or was yeah. it Dark of the Moon or Dark Side of the Moon? I can't remember. Dark, I, I don't remember. Yeah, but I like that one too. I really do. The second one sucked so bad though. I hate yeah. that one. Well, I didn't care for two through five. I did like Bumblebee though. But I did, I'll give you that. I did like that too. Bumblebee was really good. Plus, they showed Cybertron with original form Transformers. Yeah. Yep. So. Which there was a cool little, I thought, I could swear I sent it to you, but maybe I didn't. Uh, There was a thread on Reddit about Transformers, and they're basically going, if you had to pick a side or a team, would you be Team Megatron or would you be Team Starscream? And uh, I thought I'd be the the super minority i i love starscream yeah. i'm a huge starscream guy and some people were able to point out like if you're really into the cartoons even the ones past the og one that we watched as kids yeah and watched a lot of the cartoons and even got into the books you know the comic books they they don't give starscream a lot of credit in the original cartoon about how he seemed he seemed like a lackey. He didn't seem like he had intelligence. Yeah. But like if you really get into it, he actually has a ton of intelligence. He actually could be a really great leader. It's just they didn't portray him that way. Well, when I get the stopping point I got to in the IDW comics, he was the I don't remember the technical term, but like pretty much the president of Cybertron. He won an election over Bumblebee. See, well, there you go. That's interesting right yeah. there. So that there's a lot to that character I think you could dive into. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a really interesting Reddit thread, though. Very, very interesting. Hmm. I, I wish I would have sent it to you. Because it wasn't just one of those quick ones, like, 
where people just wrote Megatron, Starscream. They gave their rationale behind yeah. why they said this is why we think Starscream would be or why Megatron is, you know, the rightful leader of the Decepticons or, you know, why I would follow him in that side of the war kind of thing. Yeah. So I, if, I, if I could go find it again somehow, I'll try to send it to you. But pretty interesting context right. to it. I might yeah. search uh, Reddit tomorrow for it. Yeah, that was really cool. So every now and then they have some cool. I, I for some reason this pops up on my stuff where I, it comes up with Transformer stuff. So. Yeah. So yeah, no, um, I'll get I'll get to watch those trailers. I just need to find time to do so. I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Yeah. All right. What else is on the docket? I'm just looking through. Um, it's really all. I didn't have too much new stuff. Okay. So we can get into the the big thing we were going to talk about before Thanksgiving when it was kind of okay. relevant. But okay. Um, best Batman media like period because okay. I, I we were going to do this a couple weeks ago right after Kevin Conroy passed away. Uh huh. And we just couldn't record that week, and then Thanksgiving. So it's. It's been sitting here for a while. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to do this. Yeah. So, and then I actually, once we talk about it, I reached out to a couple friends too and asked what they thought. So I got some other ones here that I didn't necessarily have. Okay. Well, as far as like, do you just want to go back and forth? And what I want to try to do when we talk about this, we're talking about the best stories. Like, as far as the comics go, I'm, I want to try to avoid listing off like Long Halloween, Dark yes. Knight Returns, you know, the ones that are just always the go tos that everyone already knows about. I'd rather list off some ones that are a little less known for maybe the non comic reader or even someone that didn't watch any of the cartoons, any of those kind of things. So, um, I, go I, ahead. You, you, you give your first one, and then I'll okay. kind of just play off of there. I, there. I was thinking the same thing. I have six different columns of things written on my sheet. So wow, you so you did a lot more. I didn't. I was not able to get my homework on it, but I just pulled up. I just typed in uh, best Batman comics, and then uh, I kind of I'll just kind of jog from memory. So I I actually had a list on my work computer, and the battery died and it shut down, and I lost that list completely. So oh, I went back man. and redid it. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, I had the same thing though. I like I had Dark Knight Year One, Killing Joke, all yeah. off to the side because yeah, those are those are those are the well known ones. No one that, argues that those are great stories. There's no debate for it. There's right. nothing really to play back and forth with or you know argue one if it's yeah. good or not. They're, they're the essentials. Correct. Yep. So I have Long Halloween down in my. I haven't read it yet. Okay. So it's one I've picked up from the library a couple times and just never got around to it and took it back. So. I think okay. I no, uh, think I really highly had, recommend it. I, I, really I know it's, I know it's phenomenal. I mean, it, there's no sense in me trying to sell you on it. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's like you said, I find I put that in the essential category. I don't know if you did or not, but I find that to be an essential read to the character. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the first one is going to be the most recent one I read because uh, two people recommended it to me. Uh, my friend Ryan Connor. Okay. He's on our inside. Uh, inside joke, whatever it is, Facebook page. Yeah. He, he yeah. was part of the Inside Pulse forums with us. Oh, okay. Um, when you see Marcus mention Blood Feud, mm-hmm. that's who it's with. Gotcha. Okay. So, so is Marcus? Is he part of Inside Pulse? Yes. Oh, okay. He, he, was a, okay. he was on the forums with us. Oh, wow. That goes back a long ways then. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I mean, I've been friends with those guys for almost twenty Decades. years. 
Yeah, decades yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then my friend Chris from church also recommended this. Uh JLA Tower of Babel. I've heard of it, but I've not read it. All right. So it's a Mark Wade book. And yeah. so they both recommended it. I had heard of it. So I went out and I just bought it off Amazon for the trip. Okay. okay. Basically, Batman has built a case file for everyone in the Justice League of how to defeat them. In oh, case, then this is, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. I've definitely heard of this. Yeah. And, and so Talia al Ghul gets into the Watchtower and steals it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. I, I've heard, I've heard of this. I just have not read it. This is, that's not a plot that's kind of unfamiliar to me. I think right. they've actually done it in the cartoon version somehow. I think they had on the actual JLA cartoon. Maybe. They, they might've. Maybe, maybe they stole, not stole, but borrowed pieces yeah. from that storyline. Yeah. So it was amazing. I'm so glad I picked it up. Um, okay. So I got the deluxe edition. So it had a couple other story arcs from Justice League. Okay. And then it's a, I think it was four issues of Justice League. But in the middle of it, they put the J- Justice League secret file where Talia is actually in the watchtower and it's showing what Batman put for each one of them. Nice. Yeah. So that really added a lot to the story. And then at the end, they had a couple lost pages that show the fallout. Yeah. And so it's like Batman talking with Alfred. And then it's the Titans um, in the field and the members not knowing if they can trust Dick. Yeah. And then it goes to Young Justice where Superboy and Impulse are like, can we trust Robin still? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just gave like a bigger impact of what the story did. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I that's uh, that sounds like it. That sounds like it needs to be bought, not yes. one that you just get from the library. It needs to be, but beyond, it's a shelf book. Yes. That's what we should start calling things. They're shelf books. Yes, a borrower, you know. And, and now it's sitting on my shelf. So nice, nice, very cool, very very cool. Yeah. So I'm going to take one that it's well known to the people that watch the cartoon, um, the animated series, and this is just an uh, in honor of Conroy. Mm-hmm. Although it wasn't a very Batman centric story or episode, you want to call it, but Heart of Ice. Yep, I got that on my animated series yeah. list. On the animated series ones. Yeah, I, I probably need it. If I pull up the animated one, I would. I could probably remember quite a few more that kind of really stood out. But um, that's where you take a quote-unquote cartoon and you turn it into a piece of art. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. I don't know if I'm trying to be... Maybe that's too nose-up-ish. We'll say... I, I don't know. Whatever. Um... It just it, it's one of those episodes where it crossed the line from this is why when Batman animated series first came out, it was primetime television. Yeah. And this was not just for kids. It wasn't just a Saturday morning. We're doing this to sell toys, you know, to kids. This was, uh, you know, it was it was a piece of art and I loved it. And if you're going to pick one of the best things that Kevin Conway was ever involved in. I would say it's that episode. Yes. I would agree. I had that down on my list. Um, it, it's probably the most well-known episode of the animated series. Yeah. Yeah. Although, again, although we're supposed to be doing this for Kevin Conroy, I'll, I don't know if you have this episode on there, but I, 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 I'm going to butcher the, the title of the episode, but it was one where all the villains got together and told the stories where they said, where I almost had them. Almost I think got them. Almost got him. Yep. That one, whew, that one stands out a lot too. Yes. Yeah, I love that episode too. I, I have that I'm one also, down on my list too. 
Okay. Because then the last one I'll mention from the animated series was, I think it's one where Joker, and it, maybe it's the one where it, it's involved in that actual episode, unless if I'm trying to, I don't want to misremember, but it's basically he gets a favor from an ordinary citizen. Yes. Does this, sound, does this ring a bell? No, it does. It's it's season one. Okay. But do you remember that the, the title of that one? I don't remember that one. Okay, but I'm sure when we say it and other nerds hear it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly which one he's talking about. That Those three episodes in particular are the cream of the crop to me when it comes to animated series. So to, so we'll just go with animated series then. I have uh, Feet of Clay, episodes one and two. It's the Clayface origin story. Mm-hmm. The, those were really good episodes. Um, and it's so funny you bring that up, just a tangent, just a, a small minute, is because I'm going through my detective run right now yeah. with James Tenney's run. Yeah. And them trying to do the whole Clayface is a good guy thing. Yeah. We did a reimagining or a retelling of his origin in the back of one of the, or actually, one in the back is one, it's one issue. Yeah. After a good run. And it gives you a, a whole different respect for the Clayface character. It's, it's really, I, I want to recommend that to anybody that's kind of interested in. If they find Clayface to be one of their favorite characters, this run with him in the Batman family or whatever you want to call it, army something I don't know. Yeah, those actually pretty good. Was, yeah, I, I enjoyed it so far. Yeah, because that's during what the crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, victims, victims, victims syndicate. syndicate. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good run. Yeah, um, I also had the the trial of Batman, where uh, the DA brought in the villains the yeah the i remember that one yeah yeah <laughs> um and then there was mad love that introduced harley quinn oh of course yeah okay yeah because yeah. i mean yeah. she is so important to dc comics right now she she's she's got a hand in the current crisis she's probably one of their most marketable characters mm-hmm so and then the other episode I had mentioned was uh, Harley Quinnade when Batman recruits Harley to help him take down the Joker. Huh. Okay. It, I don't it, know about that one. It was a later season one, and there was a meme. I've got it on my phone because I actually sent it to Madeline. Um, where she's I don't think she was in makeup. I gotta find it real quick. But uh, it's basically him. Like she's like, why are you helping me, or why did you come to me? Uh, let's see, I'm uh, here. It is. Um, she said, "There's one thing I got to know. Why'd you stay with me all day, risking your butt for someone who's never given you anything but trouble?" And he's and his reply was, "I know what it's like to try and rebuild a life." I, this is is this in the animated series? Yes, and it's it's later. Really on. familiar, super familiar. I don't yeah. know why. I'm... <coughs> Yeah, I, it sounds so familiar. I don't remember the actual. Well, it says Harley Quinn Maid is what you said. Is that the name of the title? Is that the title of the episode? Yeah, Harley Quinnade. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, I, that sounds really familiar. I remember that. Yeah, but that's that, that's powerful. Yeah. Really yeah. Because you see, like the movie versions of Batman, he's tough and got the gruff voice, but here he's like mm-hmm. compassionate too, because no. he's pulling from his experiences and reaching out to someone that needs the help. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So then, um, I wish I could list some from the 66 series, to be honest with you, but they're just so, I don't know if there's an episode that really stands out to me that is not hokey 
Yeah. And, uh, that we can go, hey, this is a great Batman-centric story. I, I, I love it. I love it to death. I love everything about the, the 66 series, but not anything on there that, other than the nostalgia and just accepting it for what it is, there's yeah. not a great saying, hey, if you want to learn about the, the character of Batman, this is the one to go to. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, without that show, though, we don't get Dark Knight in year one in those yeah. stories because... They want to take Batman back to the dirt, the gritty core. Yeah. yeah. So it, I mean, it's still pretty important to the history of the character. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, and then if we want to stay, um, and give kudos to Conroy, as far as Batman stories, I mean, just take the video games too. His work on the video games. Yeah. The uh, why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, the, the Arkham, Arkham Asylum, or uh, the Arkham Asylum games, Arkham yeah. City. Um. He was not the I don't he was not the voice in the Origins game, but uh, he did return uh, for the fourth one, and uh, his work on that's just incredible. He, he he is he's the voice of Batman. I mean, you if you play through those games, if you don't, I mean, anybody else like the Origins guy, the guy that did the Origins voice, it's whatever. Uh, it, it just wasn't the same, and it, you could tell. And that's that's how that's what's so crazy about his career as a voice actor that we get so attached to them. And I wonder, I always question, what is that? Why is it that we're so attached to saying, "Hey, Mark Hamill's my joke"? Like when I read the book, I hear his voice as yeah. Joker. Or Kevin Conroy, he's my voice when I read the book, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just I find it interesting, and I wonder, I wonder what it is, why it, we feel that way. It goes back to Transformers and Peter Cullen being the voice of Optimus Prime. And I was kind of upset when Netflix didn't use him for the voice of Optimus Prime in their trilogy of shows they did. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is if you ask Peter Cullen about Prime, or so, I saw a clip of him on the internet very recently. He was talking about Prime. And I wish I would have sent it to you. That's another great clip. And um, it, was a, it was a critique of something. Where I don't think he was, I think it was something where he was not voicing Prime. And he's just, basically, he's just like, Prime would never have said that. That's not Prime. And the whole crowd just goes nuts yeah. because they because they were so happy that he stood up for it because they go, this is, the, he is Prime, you know? It, and that's why I go. It was the Netflix show because that's the only time he's never voiced the character. That maybe that was his critique of something on there. I wish I would have sent it to you. It was great because it, it's, it's basically like saying, you know, Batman kills, where Kevin Conroy was like, Batman doesn't kill, <laughs> you know, something like that. You know what I mean? I kind of so. wish he would have said that about the Ben Affleck version early in Batman v Superman, where he's like branding the supervillains. Yeah. Yeah. I, but you know, artistic take, take, yeah. yep. you can only do so much of the same thing. I, I get that too. So yes, I agree too, but it's not, it's not the core of what it is. I, I totally get that. Totally not the core, but, um, okay. So we've gone over 66 video games. Um, Animated series, uh, some great Batman. Uh, if we want to throw in some Batman Beyond, I like the just the the series premiere of Batman Beyond. I think that's great, and K Conroy kills it in that. Yeah, given the ruffled old uh, Bruce Wayne voice, I love his work in there. Um, there's no, I don't really have an episode of Batman Beyond that stands out too much, except for the uh, what are they called? The gang where they're all on cards, they're on playing cards. Oh. What was the name of it? Royal Flush King. Royal Flush King. Royal yeah. King. 
there's some, there's an episode there where I think the youngest kid wants to try to get out of the Royal Flush Gang, and Terry's trying to help with that or something like that. They have a connection or something like that. Yeah. That one really stood out. Yeah. Um, which, I, what's his name? Will His name's Will Friedel or whatever. He was one on uh, Boy Meets World. He was the older brother on that. He was the voice of Terry on was the show. Really? Yeah, that's him. I and I thought that. he did great. He has a podcast too. He does a podcast about the voice acting stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big fan of Batman. Yeah, I wasn't a fan when it first came out. I just, I just, I guess I was in a point in life where I really wasn't watching cartoons at that point. I just, I just wasn't. Yeah. And uh, I went back to appreciate uh, Batman Beyond. And man, that series does not get enough credit, though. It's really well done. Super good series. So I don't know if you've done a full watch through of it at all. But if I you haven't. haven't. I recommend it. I think I watched the first I season as it happened. Um, mm-hmm. I was really into it, but I, that, let me see, when did that come out? 99. So I was in college at that point. So yeah, we were both right in that that age where you kind of get out of college for a little bit and then you kind of find your way way back back. to it. And I just, like I said, I did a watch way later in life and I I crushed through it. It was really good though. I really liked the kid. Well, it it was also different then too, because it was on after kids got off school and I was, wasn't necessarily in a class at that point. I I think at that point though, I was on to like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you went through your went through your anime phase. <laughs> uh, I'd started the anime phase earlier than that, but it just worked out yeah. with my classes at Cartoon Network would show Dragon Ball Z when I was like out of class. So that that was my routine. Go to well, if I went to class, I'd come home and watch nice. Dragon Ball Z. So, so what's on? So is there? Go ahead and go. You have your list right now. There, tell me yep. what. Tell me what you got on your list. Um. Court of Owls. Yeah. That's real high. That, that's a modern, I call that the modern classic. Yes. The modern classic. Great. What a great run. And look how much it's, it's the, it, that's the antithesis of the new video game that's coming out. The Gotham Knights. Court yep. of Owls is in that. Um, uh, I'm just waiting for our live action Court of Owls. Yeah. Um, Marcus gave and me. Not in the Gotham series. Not in the Gotham. That doesn't count. <laughs> that yeah. does not count. Dude. <laughs> um, Marcus gave me three and that was one of his. And yeah, he's actually told that. me that's one of his favorite Batman stories. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He's he's always he's always uh, hyping up that one. That's yes. a great one. Um, let's see. I have a death in the family, death of Jason Todd. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I remember. I, that, I, I consider that he's. I consider that essential. I I would too. It kind of stands out though because that was one of the earliest Batman stories I read. Yeah. So I, I still I, have the. I'll play off death. Of or death in the family with death of the family. That was part of Snyder's run as well. That's yeah, a great one. That was volume. The Joker. The Joker's amazing in that run. He was really good, but I was let down by the story overall. Oh really? Yeah, oh, I loved it. I, I, I think one. I had it too hyped up for me at that point. Oh really? Because yeah. I think I see, read the, it. I read it about a year ago. Okay. See, and you uh, see, I was reading at that point. I think I was reading Batman Monthly, as in like. Uh, I got the floppies of Court of Owls. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I have floppies of that is of death of the family as well. If not, I think I got it digitally as well. Yeah. But um yeah, I was reading that and it just that his entire like the Snyder run of Batman, like if we could just if I want to just say that, maybe that's what I'll call it. This the entire I love his entire run. Yeah. Uh, and I compare that to like a Bendis Daredevil run or a Brew Baker Daredevil run. Yeah. The it's hard to pick out in an individual trade or something like that within that entire series that he had which one stands out more than the other i think they just build on one another now mind you of course he kicks he kicks it right off with court of owls like yeah that's a he hit he comes in strong with that what a way to come in and say hey 
you might never have heard of me, but you're about to know me really well. And yeah. I'm a huge writer now. Boom. And he just explodes out of nowhere. Later on in my list, I have Zero Year. Because that's yep. when I started picking up floppies again of Batman. Yep. And yeah. that's... And, and the thing that's crazy about Zero Year is that survives uh, into Rebirth. Like, they it still does. reference back into Zero Year. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the few, few things that made it through. That and Superman. Yeah. So, which hey, real quick, since we're talking about Zero Year, and that's a, a Riddler-centric story. Yeah. Did you happen to take Marcus's recommendation for the book he he gave you, or he put out there uh, a minute uh, on Facebook not too long ago? Um, which one was it? It was a Black Friday deal. It was a ninety-nine cent book. Um, it was like uh, Riddler something crap. Oh no, uh, um, it's the new. It DC's got it going on right now with all yep. the villains. Yeah, uh, uh, Riddler. I can't um, think of the name of it. It's right here. Oh no, that's that's the one that there's a we, there's a comic that Paul Dano wrote, and that's of course the one that pops yeah. right up. But it's not that. God, I'm butchering. I'll, you 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 keep going. I'll find this one. I, it's when we go to the comic book shop next weekend. Um, I plan on grabbing it. We grab the Two Face one. So they've released oh, for all the uh, major ones. Batman one, Batman one bad day. Yes. the Riddler book. Yes, we have. Oh not- my god! When Marcus gives you a good uh, Batman recommendation, I think I'm on board. Where I'll probably have to read whatever he tells me at this point because yeah. he hasn't missed. To be honest with you, yeah. For a dollar, this book was definitely more than a dollar book, man. This thing was incredible, and it gives you, it gives you a Riddler that you've never seen before. And man, he is. If this is the Riddler going forward. In the books, look out! Because yeah. <laughs> holy crap, he was amazing. He, was, I, he, and he, he could be Batman's greatest foe. He, he, in my opinion, if they wrote him like this all the time, he's going to give Joker a run for his money, man. But then again, I'm sure Joker's going to his story. I'm looking forward to that one, whether that comes out. So I saw if, him, if I, I saw his recommendation, and I'm like, all right, I'm grabbing it next when we go to the shop. And I and I told Madeline I've started hyping it up for her. Like she loves Two Face, so that's why we grabbed that one. Yeah, I'm. I think Catwoman has one out. If I saw, yeah, I think all the major villains do, or at least they will at some point. And my wallet's gonna hate me, but we'll probably grab them all at this point. If you grab, I'm telling you, this Riddler book worth every penny. It starts off, and you're like, whoa! You just like, damn! (laughs) It was so good. I don't want to spoil anything about it because I, I hope I'm not overhyping it to where now you're like too excited to read it. God, I loved it. I loved it personally. And sometimes we don't see eye to eye on books, but I, I'll ha- I'll find it very surprising if you don't like this. But it's Tom King. Yeah, and I like I love Tom King's work on any yeah. book. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, I got. Have you heard Last Arkham? Last Arkham. Yes. So there no. was. So I bought the floppies of this back when it came out, probably mid nineties. It was uh, Shadow of the Bat 1 through 4. And there was a serial killer in Gotham, and Batman didn't know who it was, but he had ideas. Okay. It introduced Mr. Zaz. Oh, okay. Um, So Batman faked attacking a cop and had Gordon bring him into Arkham Asylum so he could investigate in Arkham if Zaz was sneaking out and killing people. Wow, that's all. That's cool. I yes. like that. And here's here's how good that book is. I'll tell you how good this book is. Even used, it's thirty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think Stephen Grant was the writer on it. Alan Grant. Alan, Alan Grant's Grant. the writer. Grant. 
actually Norm Brayfogel is given some credit on here too. Yeah. It was so good. Okay. I'm trying to figure out who did the art on it. It doesn't unless Alan Grant did art too. But that's I don't who think they listed the author of it. So okay, that I've got a okay, hold on. Yo, know, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Norm Brayfogel is the artist on it. They list him as our Probab- author but probably artist. Yeah. Okay. So this is a 1995 release. Okay, so yeah, this is yeah, this is back in the day. So okay, I'll have to check this one out. That sounds awesome. Yeah. How's, it, how's the artwork on it? Um, it's kind of. It, um, if I remember right, it was kind of gritty, which okay. fit the book very well with him being in Arkham. Okay. Yeah, I'll check this thing out. It's, it, that's the funny thing about it is you definitely cannot. It's not even on um, Comicsology or anything like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Right. Good recommendation. I'll have to remember that. Yeah. This one probably goes with like the essential reading, but hush. Yeah, yeah that's essential. Yeah. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. Now, I'll give you another one if you haven't read it. Okay. Heart of Hush. I No, I never did read it. Put it on the list. Okay. I, you're, it, it's so good. The art's amazing. Uh, Dustin Nguyen does the art, and then... um. Oh, uh, Dini, uh, not uh, Paul Dini, okay. was the uh, was the writer on it. Okay, and and it is incredible. Good, it's a great Batman, um, Catwoman, yeah. relationship book. Their the their relationship's amazing in that. There are some scenes in there to just tug at your heart, man. Um, yeah, and then I'll 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 mention this. I haven't picked it up. But I was going to ask you if you have read it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I'll I'll butcher the name unless I look it up real quick. Um, it was a book that uh, Dini put out. It's called Dark Knight, a true Batman story. Okay, so I have I have a column of Batman adjacent books, and that was on there. I do have it. I'll let you borrow it. Okay, that was the one that was it's based on a true story of what happened to Dini. Uh, right, he was mugged one time. Yes, he he so, was mugged and he couldn't go back. Like he struggled to go back to his normal life. Yeah, and yeah. working on Batman kind of helped him face his demons and to get back out in the night. Mm-hmm. So, I, that's one that I, I I would I wanted to mention just because I, even though I haven't read it, I, that's one that I think is probably a no. It's a no brainer, and you can't miss with that kind of book. It sounds like it was really really well done. It 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 was a good book. I think I built it up too much in my head before I read it. Okay. I was a little let down by it, but it was I still enjoyed it. Okay. So and then let's see here. Uh you no, you go ahead and keep going, sorry. Okay, I got I got one more in my uh, my books. Um Whatever happened to the Cape Crusader? Yeah, I know uh it's what's Neil Gaiman. Yeah, yeah. So I, I remember that it's, I have I have the floppy of that. I just have to try to remember I had to jog my memory about what the story was. So when I put my list together and I saw it, I'm like, I know I I did not sell those ones. I still have them. So I pulled them out and reread it. And man, it it's just an amazing two part story. Real quick read. And it's right after Dark Crisis where Batman is killed by uh Darkseid. Um and it's kind of a eulogy for him from everyone associated with him. So there's, it's like a, a fake funeral hosted by Alfred. All of his villains show up and they tell these stories about him. And you know they're not true stories, but it's how they saw Batman. 
Okay. Um, the premise of it came from John Byrne in Superman. He did whatever happened to, I think it was, uh, whatever happened to the Man of Steel. Okay. And it was like a little same type of thing where, where everyone kind of gave their eulogy of the character. Mm. It was okay. both of them are really good, but having this Batman story written by Neil Gaiman, who's one of my favorite writers, was just awesome. Okay. <laughs> so I think that that's pretty much it. I have a list of stuff I haven't read that I need to read. So like, I'm trying to remember uh, my synopsis of Dark Victory. I think that's essential, but I'm trying to remember a synopsis. Yeah, because it's kind of a sequel to uh, Long Halloween. Mm-hmm. I had various issues of it, but I never got the whole thing and I never read it. Probably because yeah. I never read Long Halloween, so I figured. It's why just so I... funny how many stories we read. It's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta, gotta jog your memory about what it was that you were telling. Um, yeah. So, so like, re- okay, retelling of the origins of Batman Psychic Robin. So yeah. that's where that's probably why that kind of sticks out. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something pretty. St- specific here in regards okay. to it's it's only two issues i think or it might even just be one issue okay but it, it stands out as a great batman story okay. um batman cold days um it's a rebirth issue um and it's basically batman and 12 angry men okay uh it has to do with the trial of mr freeze and uh basically I think Batman basically beats a confession out of Mr. Freeze. And then you have Bruce Wayne basically fighting for Mr. Freeze as the only juror that believes he didn't do it kind of thing. So it's really got, there's not a lot of twist to it. Yeah. Just the fact that you kind of relate it to 12 angry men really well done. It's a great story, self-contained pretty quick to get through it. But, um, and you think, if it's you're part of, like, you think it's part of rebirth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll get to it. Cause I'm, I'm in the Snyder run. I finished uh, Year Zero, so I'm going to get back into it. Okay. Uh, actually, probably pretty soon. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely Rebirth because it's a more recent one, I believe. Okay. I just want to tell you, I just want to confirm that it was a Tom King book. I don't know if Tom wrote it or not. No, it's not coming up fast enough. My internet's kind of being janky right now. Apparently, when it's trying to pull this thing up. Um, gosh, it doesn't even say uh, who wrote it. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? All right, anyway, I'll, I'll, you, you, are you done with all your stories? I mean, I got, I got a couple that I haven't read that I, I want to, and then I have a couple, two more uh, Batman adjacent ones. Okay. All right. Give me your, give me your adjacent ones. Okay. So we already mentioned Dark Knight. Um, in the DC Pride issue that came out this year, Kevin Conroy wrote a story. Uh-huh. Um, I'm guessing it's probably the last thing he did. Um, well, yeah, that's cool. But it basically talks about him being gay and how he was never comfortable in Hollywood until he took the Batman role. Um, because he felt like he had to keep his personal life separate from his professional life. Because... When people knew he was gay, they had a hard time accepting it, and he lost roles because of it. And people would like call him fag, and 
gay boy and stuff like that. And so when he went in to read for Batman, they're like, well, he's this guy. Like, he didn't know a lot about Batman. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's this guy that he's got these two different sides and they're they're separate from each other. And they're like, do you think you can do it? And he's like, well, let me read it over and see what I think. And he's like, it, it was him. Mm-hmm. His personal life versus his public life was the same as Bat Batman versus Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and it was just a very touching story. Okay, so yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, and then the other one is Gotham Central. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Because yeah, he's not, in not it, very bat, not exactly Batman centric, but he's he's in it. His characters are in it, but it deals more with the cops. Yeah, and it's just handled. unreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, here. Uh, well, you didn't like it, but I loved Earth One. I like. I really enjoyed Earth One. All three books. It was just just because it's different. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying. That, that's why I like. I enjoyed it. Was just trying to find something that not. It's not essential. It, it wasn't essential, but it's just a good standalone Batman story. Is why I, I like that one. I think part of my issue was it went too far. Yeah. So as far as as far as almost an Else Worlds kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can understand that. And then I, I guess I'll end it. I'm just looking at my shelf real quick mm-hmm. to see if I missed anything. Um, oh, Son of the Demon. I like Son of the Demon. Yeah. Uh, that focuses on the Talia-Bruce relationship. Yeah. Um, so, and it's it's one of those that not everyone has read. And then one that I haven't read, but I was going to see if you had, was Batman Damned. No, I haven't. Look into that one. It was uh, it was one of the books that they referenced for uh, inspiration for the Batman, the most recent okay. one. And then, last but not least, I'll do Batman and Son, where we got the inter- we got the introduction of uh, Damien. Yeah, on the uh, Morrison run. Yeah, as you know, not a huge fan of Grant Morrison, but I loved me some Grant Morrison on, on Batman with that run. It was great. Yeah, because he because he was not going crazy and doing all the weird stuff until he had. Bruce get lost in the timeline somehow and go back in time and then come back and that's yeah. where it got weird. <laughs> like like when he got to the, okay. the the RIP stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that was where I was like, eh, whatever. But no, the actual. But then when you do Batman, when they had a Batman and Robin book, yeah, that I think Gleason did that one. Yeah, that's good. That's super good. Really big fan of that run. That too. that's one on my radar to read, and I just haven't gotten to it. Oh, the Batman Robin Gleason yeah. run. Yeah. Oh, I can't recommend it enough. But but that's coming from someone that loves the Damien character. So yeah, with a grain of salt, mind you. So oh oh oh, I keep. I'm sorry. I know we're we're in, running out of time here a little bit too. But um, the White Knight, Batman the White Knight. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I've that's, never I've never gone and read the sequels though. Oh, I don't think I have either. I I I, I need to reread Batman Who Laughs. I need to reread that. Yeah. Um, because I'm actually a fan of metal. I liked Batman metal. I, I uh, haven't read metal. I've got Dark Knight metal, but I wanted to finish the Snyder stuff first. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you're, you're right. It's Dark Knight metal, not Batman metal. Yeah. But, um, I, I enjoyed the metal stuff. But uh, The White Knight was just one of those. It's Elseworld as well. Yeah. Uh, what I would say, where it's basically the Joker in the Batman role. And the art on it kind of reminded me of the uh, Mark Millar. Oh, what was it? Nemesis. Yeah, the art reminded me of Nemesis a lot, which I've always been hoping for a Nemesis sequel of some kind, which I don't think we'll ever get Nemesis. I was going to say Chrononauts, but Sean Murphy did the art on that too. So, yeah, did did, and did Murphy do uh, Murphy Nemesis did. or who was it? Uh, Murphy? No, he didn't do Nemesis. Um, no. 
Was it McLevin, I don't remember maybe? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm gonna look um, it up real quick. And then you read the and you read Black Mirror too, right? The uh No, I never I never did. Um and that's on my list of things. I also. Gave it to you. Did I give you the floppies on it? You know what? I think you did. I did read yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one too. That but is that, a great but one. But that's not but that's not Bruce. That's Dick is Batman. So right. That's kind of where it gets kind of funky with that with him uh, during the R.I.P. stuff, right? Right. So that stuff I love. the 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 Dick Damien relationship is great, yep. but and that's what's so crazy. Do you consider that a Batman story, or is that Dick as Batman story? I, uh, does it Does it matter who's under the cowl for you to enjoy? To enjoy uh, kind of thing. I I go back and forth, um, because I'd be reading it and then I'd be like, oh yeah, this is Dick. This is different take on batman yeah this is george clooney of batman versus michael keaton batman except both bruce wayne because you know i'll I'll touch on this as well where on i i think the tenyon run on detective is a definitive run yeah um because i think it'll age really well if you were a tim drake fan yes where they did tim drake so dirty during the new 52 where they just basically wiped him from the map. That it got me and to quit reading back in Detective, which I thought that was really clever of Tinian to do that. Yeah. Basically, give give you got. I told you my thoughts on Nightwing on his solo book. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, amazing. I, I guess they're giving Damien his Damien is getting the Teen Titans book. Yeah, and then Jason has his own as Red Hood. Yeah, he has has his own thing going on in his own book. So they needed to give a book to Tim, right? Yeah. Which I know they come out of the Robin books since. They have. But this detective run, where we're talking about who's under the cowl, does that matter? In regards to where Tim meets his future self. Yes. And we've done this, we've talked about this before, where we saw a glimpse of the future with Tim under the cowl and Connor taking the mantle of Superman. Yeah. Which was in that was, was very intriguing to me. Yeah. 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 And super intriguing to me. I was like, those two made sense at the time. Then they did him dirty, and I'm like, now I could never see uh, Tim as Batman again until Detective, and they kind of redeemed them in this one where you go, Tim and Bruce are the most similar that way, except for, well, Tim and Dick had the tragedy. They're, yes. they're, they're, which, but, but Tim uh, Tim has tragedy with his, I think his dad was murdered too, if I remember correctly. Am I remembering correctly his, his dad was murdered? Yeah, by Captain Cold. That's right, okay. But what oh, no, no, not Captain remember? Cold, Captain Boomerang. But One of those captains. Yeah, and I, I don't remember what the mom status is. I don't remember if she's still with she, us or not. I think she was already dead. Okay. So it was just so, him and his dad. So, I mean, but I, I guess that's how you can make the, 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 the connection between Tim and Bruce being so alike. But, again, we, we say Dick is the light, Bruce is the dark, and but Tim has a darkness to him as well. Yes. And it's his intelligence and detective skills that make him so alike to Bruce. They go... Him taking the cow makes the most sense of all of them. Agreed. But this run that just, that defines why they think Tim could. So that if we ever did want to get to a point where we give Bruce a long break, like how Jordan had a long break, right? Yeah. Like Barry Allen had a long break. Yep. If DC ever had the balls to have give them a long break, maybe Tim makes the most sense. Yeah. I don't know. But does it matter? Would you be able to read a book where it's not Bruce under the cow? For a long period uh. of time. Because Barry wasn't on the Barry wasn't the Flash for how long, and Hal wasn't the Green Green Lantern for how long? They were not. Barry was gone for like ten years, right? Could you imagine not having Bruce for ten years? 
I couldn't. It's, it's it's impossible to me to be honest with you, but it's intriguing to think about it. It is, it's and, but I don't think they could do that. I think they can only go short periods, which they've shown with Batman and yeah. Superman. Yeah. I mean, which they I guess they tried it with that future state, right? Where they had the new Batman. It was the, I don't was it? A, I don't know if related to Lucius by any means. I know one of Lucas is one of he's Batwing, right? Yeah. And I don't remember what the other son's name was. I thought about is it Jace Fox? I don't know. I've never read anything with him. You haven't read any of it? And I just go, I don't know if I like that. I don't. I, I get it, but you already had Terry and Batman Beyond yep. way down the line. And then you ignored Terry altogether, and then you had Tim. And I'm like, we just forgot about that. But man, it's intriguing. I, I, I'm like, could you really get away with Tim as the Batman? I don't know. I don't know. But what, talk about talk about redemption for his character. Although oh, yeah. they've done him dirty again. After the Tinian run, even though I haven't read any of the Tim stuff after that run, I need to get there, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't read anything after the Tinian run. His tragedy of seeing his relationship with Stephanie fall apart, it's great writing. It's it amazing. And then they just don't address it at all from there is what I hear. And then yeah. he, his character, I guess, takes a different turn altogether, maybe? Yep. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'll have to get there. I'm excited about trying to get there. I'll tell you that. I've so I've read all the Tinian stuff. I think I'm on the second trade past it. Okay. Before um oh, who takes over after me? Well, I can tell you that. Hold on. Is it I can tell Tom you all King? That shit. <laughs> because then I, I think well then I don't remember who takes over the actual Batman book. Maybe he takes over Batman. He leaves the title for Batman. Well, there's two uh, there's two standalone arcs of detective one's by someone i don't know yeah and i want to say there's one called mythology one called arkham knight then there's something coming out called batman universe and um the city of bane that's all with city of bane the batman run i think that's still a king run at that point yeah yeah tom king takes it over but there's two two arcs in between the tinian and the king runs okay um, because the first one, who I don't remember who wrote it, pretty much retells Batman brings in Black Lightning to okay. train, and I'm like, right. this is the same thing Tinian did sixty issues before, and it okay. drove me nuts. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find it now. Um. Because that's something, oh, that's something we didn't discuss. Is that we're so far past Rebirth that DC is already doing something new. Because we had we had Rebirth, Future State, Infinite Frontier, and now they're on to something completely different. Did I, did I not send that to you? You did send that to me. Because I think that's the, the the relaunch of everything after Dark Crisis. Is that what it, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And so I got to, dude. I don't even know. I forget what it's even called, but it's something. <laughs> it's going to be something. There's so much that I'm probably just going to avoid, and I'm just going to stick with everything after Dark Crisis. Okay. Like, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to read all the Batman stuff, because, I mean, that's that's the corner of the DC Universe I like. Yeah. I might go back and pull some of the old Lemire stuff, just because I've been reading so much Lemire anyway. I'd like to see mm-hmm. his take on some of these characters. Because yeah. he did uh, Animal Man, and he, I think he did Justice League Dark. 
And so uh, I think those were both. Animal Man, I believe, was New 52, and I think Rebirth was for Justice League Dark. Okay. So I'll probably go back and read those, but I think I'm just at the point where I'm just going to move forward. Okay. Well, then see, I don't see. I don't know where I'm. I I, I can't. I got to read everything in chronological order. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see how it all builds upon one of because that's the cool thing about it. But we like we mentioned earlier, zero year. They're still referencing zero year. Yeah. And that's, that's an event that still makes sense in the current timeline. Now, if they did a relaunch where they just stopped referencing everything before, and this is truly a clean slate. Yeah. Then I agree with you. I just don't think they'll ever. I don't know if they'll do yeah, that. It would be too hard to do that because. So many fanboys would be upset about it. Yeah, I hear you. So, all right. Well, there were Batman. That, that was a deep dive on Batman right there. Yeah, very deep. That. Take that, Kevin Smith. <laughs> we yeah. got you, fool. <laughs> this is. So, but yeah, kudos to. How about this? People can be sad about Conroy, and we're doing a little bit late, but how about we're celebrating Conroy? Oh, Maybe yeah. they, that was the grief part, and now we're past the grief part. I mean, you were just kind of saying. What an amazing job he did, and what an amazing character, and he is the definitive voice of Batman. Oh, I completely agree, and I've actually gotten Madeline and Will to watch the animated series, and they're both, they both love it. How can you not? It's amazing. Like, so well done. And it still holds up. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. I've gone back, and I've rewatched the first two seasons. I think I'm through the first two. It's so good. Yeah. It really is, but I'll, I'll. But since you've already seen all that, I'm going to recommend that you go do your homework on Batman Beyond. I or wait, yeah. wait until the kids get to animate, and all you guys can do Batman Beyond together. Well, yeah, we might have to do that. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and I think the, I like the fact that we took the approach of let's not do the essentials. Let's talk about some less lesser known stories. Now, I'll have to remember the um, that last Arkham story sounds amazing. I really yeah. want to check that one out. Yeah, and then um, it was what was it? JLA uh, uh, Tower of Babel. Tower Babel, yeah. I'm, it, I might even have that on like digital or something like that, and I just it just sounds so familiar. I don't know why, and maybe I, maybe they did a, uh, a DC animated of it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I I, I don't know either. But read it and then get into uh, Chip Zdarsky's current run on Batman. I'll get, dude. <laughs> I'll get there as quick as I can. I'm, I'm working my way there. I'm hey. hey I am I'm working I am through quite a bit of my uh most updated Batman run. I'm already done with um let's see, Fall of the Batman. So I'm at the part where they're kind of breaking up because uh Batwoman taking taking someone out there. So let me just say this. I appreciate Zadarsky's run even more now after reading Tower of Babel. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it, read this it, first. It, it, Tower of Babel first, and then Zdarsky. Then Zdarsky, because Zdarsky. Do you, can you tell me? Do you happen to know what is Zdarsky's first uh, trade that he did? Uh, I don't even think they have a first trade yet. I th- okay, pretty so sure I it's only it. like three issues so far. Yeah, man, I got so much uh, work to do. Fourth issue is probably out. I just haven't gone to the. Sh- I go to the shop about once a month. Okay, man, because you know I loved his work on Daredevil, so I'm. I'm I, I like. I, I really liked his work on Spider Man as well. I think he's 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 a rising star as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's getting to be that time. Do you want to do? Do you have any homework you want to go over? Now, mind you, we were we did have something on the docket that we're supposed to start talking about. Uh, the fact that we're getting to December, our uh, best movies of the year, kind of thing. Not saying what we are going to rank like top five or top ten, just movies that are. And each, I did uh, by genre of writing down some movies. Um, 
and I don't I have a ton listed, but not that I've actually ranked saying these are the ones that I'm gonna say they're my top five of the year or whatever. I'm not quite ready for that. I think I'm gonna <laughs> binge a lot of stuff over the next couple of weeks. Like this okay. week I started uh watching the current season of Cobra Kai and okay. I need to watch the new season of Stranger Things so I can do like my TV stuff will be done after that. And then I'll okay. probably hit hit some movies I missed out on. I jumped off of uh, Cobra Kai. I couldn't handle it anymore. It got um, too, it's too WB ish. It it, it it's lost very the charm. Yeah, yeah. It, I just couldn't do it. I just could. It's too drama y. No thanks. Yeah, can't do it. Popped off. I just can't. This is not for me. I um. I'm hoping they wrap it up soon. If they wrap okay. it up soon, I'll be okay. If they keep dragging it out. Okay. Well, I get, I'm going to go over. I didn't watch too much. I, I can get there really fast. Okay. Uh, actually, because there's one I wanted to talk to you about was the Gray Man. Okay. Uh, yeah. That one, I turned it off. I couldn't stand it. Really? <laughs> I can't buy Gosling as an action hero. I, he, the dude got beat on Remember the Titans. Yes. He can't cover anybody. Remember the Titans. If he can't cover nobody hey. in Remember the Titans, he's not an action hero. He's, <laughs> he's come a long way since then. No, I don't. I, and I just don't enjoy his acting. I really don't. I'm not a big fan of his. I'm not a huge fan of his either. Um, Chris Evans just tickled me though as a. He was. Bad he was guy. one of the bright spots. Yeah, he because it was such a, it was such a 180 from what we all know Chris Evans as. Yeah, right? as American. So yeah, I get you on that. Um, I I hyped up Ambulance. I was telling you how I wanted to watch that one. Yeah. Turn it off. Okay. It's it's garbage. It's garbage, hey. man. It's so it's so Michael Bay. It, but it's like Michael Bay. Ambulance movie does not need to be four hours long. It's so long. It doesn't go anywhere. And I, I was disappointed because, um, oh, what's his name is in it? That I, I just love, love most Wait, of his stuff. Gyllenhaal? Is yeah, that... Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah say, thanks. And even he couldn't save this movie for me, so I mm. turned it off. Um, I'm going to give you two Apple TV ones real quick. Okay. Um, Greyhound with Tom Hanks. Loved it. Loved it. Can't say how much I love that movie. It's so good. It's a World War Two movie. Or God, World War One or Two. I forgot that detail. Okay. I, it should be simple enough to remember. But it was it's Tom Hanks at his best and he wrote the screenplay. Okay. So and you know how he is about his World War stuff. So yeah. he did a great job on it and his character's amazing in it. Um Palmer has um guy from InSync, what's his name? Uh Timberlake. Timberlake. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um Interesting movie. It's very 2022. Okay. Very, very 2022. Uh, tries to address um, a young boy that's going to eventually transition in life. Okay. Um, we'll see that. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, a very Apple movie. And it, it was good. I don't know. I, I I liked it. I'll recommend it. I want you to get to watch it because it's interesting to discuss. Um, I'm just it, just because the age of the boy, it kind of made it a little awkward though because they made the boy a little too young for what the the um the material it's trying to do. Okay. That. Yeah. And then I was going to ask you, did you watch any of the Shack uh, documentary? I'm not going to watch it until no. it's all out. I think it's like four episodes, but I didn't know if you'd watch it or any of it or not. No, yet. I have not. Okay. What is that on? Um, so that's on my radar. That's on my radar. And then the last one is one that you did talk about, and I took the plunge to see if you'd finished it or not yet. The Northman. I uh, no, I, I never finished it. Okay. 
I think you'll remember how much I hated the movie called The Witch. Yes. The Northman is a Viking version of The Witch. It is utter garbage. I understand why it flopped at the theaters. This movie's garbage. <laughs> it's awful. It's not okay. good at all. And it had the premise of being good. I understand why you were into it and you did want to go back to it because the beginning is good. Yeah. It turns into a mess and they just couldn't stop themselves. Oh. It was so bad. It's so bad. But I want you to watch it so you can be in pain with okay. me while I watch it. <laughs> all right. Um, other than that, that's all I've got on my right. I got Father Stew. I need, still need to watch um, that you recommended as well. Bullet Train, I'll get to that whenever I can find a copy of it. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that I'll end it with that as far as stuff I watched. And uh, I just want to give those recommendations of those two Apple movies. And then also tell you the gray man sucked, but not as much as I hated the, Nor- the Northman. <laughs> All right. Oh, and then let's end it with this. Cause I know we're, we need to wrap it up because this is a long one. Well, here, I was going to touch on a couple things real quick. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. So, um, I watched the Tinder bar. It's, uh, that's with Affleck, right? Affleck and Ty Sheridan yeah. played Cyclops. Worth my time? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, directed okay. by George Clooney. Okay. Kind of, uh, slow at times, but I enjoyed it. Amazon on that one, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. And then I finally got around to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, how'd you like that one? Oh, my God. It was so good. Good, right? Super it good. And it just not got to, crazy at the end. Not no, his no, best. Definitely not. I thought it was a great, a great rebound um, from uh, the Western. Uh, What's the name of What's the, the I'm one drawing I, a blank I on it. See. Yeah, I'm drawing. That's how much it's not a great Tarantino movie. Yeah, great rebound. I never it's, saw it actually. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. it's garbage. I hated it. I can't stand it. Couldn't I, stand it. I, I'll probably go I, and watch I it. I love it because it's a western, but yeah. no, it's not great. I'll watch it at some point because it's Tarantino. But man, no, yeah, of course you need to because it's Tarantino. But probably his worst. The worst. Yeah. Like if you were to rank his Tarantino movies, I think it's easily his worst one. It just how he took the the Sharon Tate situation and shifted it one house over. I loved it. I loved oh. it, man. And how goes DiCaprio? He was awesome. Oh, so good. And Pitt was good too. He was. was really, really yeah. good. Pitt was really good. DiCaprio's and that meme, I love that meme even more after watching that movie. Yes. Just like, oh it is. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so good. Oh so, man. And then the last thing I'll end on is Kevin Smith has his own little imprint now in Dark Horse Comics. Oh really? Yes, and so he's got. Did you write something? He's got two comics out on it. One of them he wrote with uh, Andy McElfresh, who does um, Education. Education, yeah, and it's it's a weird book. I don't know if you'll like it. Okay. Um, Okay. But the second one, I grabbed the first issue of. It's called Quick Stops. Okay. Um, The first, it's a anthology series, and the first issue is. Where Holden McNeil gets the idea of Blunt Man and Chronic. Nice. And I'll it ties it directly into Reboot. Okay. Nice. It, it's a fun book. I wrote a review on the website today for it. My problem with this is if it's ongoing, he'll never keep up with it. And you'll never get all the issues you want from it. So if he's truly writing it, which I, as long as he has a partner that's actually going to do the writing, you know, it, maybe he's. It's strictly him. But on Dark Horse's website, it says it's a limited series. He'll never finish it. <laughs> it was not already published as a whole thing. But if, it ain't ever coming out, man. You know that. But it doesn't matter because it's anthology. So each each issue is a standalone story. 
No, yeah. it ain't happening. I'm not. I am not going to get hyped up for a Kevin Smith there, comic book. I will not ever there, again, ever. There are three issues out of uh, Masquerade, so he's sticking with it. But I don't know I how much. Don't believe it. <laughs> I, I don't know how much he's writing versus uh, his writing partner on that one. So I'm still waiting for my Black Cat Spider-Man to get finished, and I'm still waiting for my Daredevil book to get finished. Daredevil Target. Yeah, it ain't ever happening. It ain't well, happening. Didn't, didn't he finish? And I'm still waiting for my next Batman one. That was the, supposed to be the follow up to the, Concophony or whatever it was. Uh, well, Widening Gyre. Yeah, he did yeah, Concophony, and then he did Widening Widening Gyre, and then there was supposed yeah. to be a sequel to it. But yeah, yeah, never got it. I so, can't trust this dude. I can't trust him. He gives me something that I want so much, and he never follows up, never finishes it. So no, 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 no. <laughs> so I, I actually picked these up because I was in the loop for a local. Oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. glad you made it to that. That's awesome. The, so the Atonement Bell by uh, Jim Osley. So mm-hmm. he was on um, PC Bombcast with us one episode, and he was okay. on more recently uh, for the one episode Jeremy did that he didn't tell anybody about, but. Uh, um, it was a good issue. I picked it up. I came home and I read it right away. It's a horror series based in St. Louis, um, kind of, kind of like an exorcist type of thing. And Which, so that makes sense for St. Louis, right? Yeah, that's totally on the on the market. Yeah. Here, so yeah. Uh, so what it is is, um, there was some kind of like witch burning type thing hmm. hundreds of years ago, and there's supposed to be an atonement for it. And then it goes current day, and you meet the kid that is supposed to be the atonement that's going to die for it. Okay. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Is he, is he drawing and writing? Writing only. Okay. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Um, um, he had a L.A. artist that was working on it originally when um, I was on the podcast with him. Yep. He wasn't getting the art right, so he got a local artist to draw it. Nice. Keep it all local. I yeah. love it. So so the tone of it feels very St. Louis. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't know if I ever told you. I did read. And I don't know if we were followed back up with it. You gave me a Reddit book to read or something like that, I think, that some guy sent you like a preview book. Yeah. It was set in medieval times or something like that. Did you yeah. ever get around to reading that one? I read like half the first issue. Wasn't for me. It, it, it wasn't for me. I I, th- I think you could probably tell it probably wasn't going to be for me. But it, I love when they that they we get stuff like that to preview because then I I'd like to give them hype when we get a good story. Yeah. And hey, I haven't written one. I haven't drawn one. More power to them. I'm not going to say that it's bad. I just I always just say it wasn't for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because there's always somebody out there that will enjoy it. Yeah, and then as far as this horror comic that you're talking about, is this a one-shot and it's just a graphic novel or is this an ongoing series? No, um, uh, I don't know if it's ongoing or if it's a limited series, but this was the first issue of it. So, <laughs> Who is he publishing? Is he just self-published or publishing? Uh, it's through Red 5 Comics. Okay. No, I, so, never, I don't know anything about it. It's books, a smaller so. company. Um, I think their biggest book is like it's like Atomic Robot or something like that. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, by the way, Hateful Eight was the movie we couldn't think of for Tarantino. <laughs> that, was, that was the title we couldn't think of. I didn't know if that was, if it was that or if that was the uh, Adam Sandler kind of Western movie. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Hateful Eight. All right. So, all right. So, oh, and I like the only one I wanted to end on. Do you have any more? Nope. That's it. Well, we. I thought, I don't know if you finished it. Did you finish the documentary that you recommended? Oh. Uh... 
Pepsi, the Pepsi one, dude. Where's my jet? Oh yes, I did. I forgot I to write it down. You recommended it. It was quick. It was good. Four, four episodes. It. I remember yeah. the Pepsi stuff because we had a Pepsi sweatshirt. At all. We had a Pepsi sweatshirt and two okay. beach chairs. Really? Yes. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, don't I, remember any of that stuff. I vaguely remember the jet in the commercial. Okay. But well, hearing about this guy take on Pepsi to try to win a Harrier was unreal. That was so cool. It's it. You kind of, I could kind of tell where it was going with it that it, it was definitely going to get thrown out. But um, the the story about the Philippines that breaks your heart. That oh, yeah. was really crappy. And uh, but, but seeing his relationship with the uh, the financer and how they become friends and they still yeah. like do crazy stuff together. Yeah, yeah, that was very. Their relationship was very, very, very interesting. I, I it's just one of those stories that I couldn't believe they were able to get a four episode like little miniseries out of that. Oh yeah, versus it could have just been probably like an hour long podcast. To be honest with you, like <laughs> really what? And well, I sat there and like they show them with a Harrier at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, did they really get it? <laughs> I know. I was like, that, that's where they get you on it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But. For being a little four four episode nothing little docu series, it was good. Yeah, and worth they, the watch. And they weren't as long even, as you got in the background or something like that. It yeah, was definitely a great background documentary to have on for sure. And yeah. they weren't even an hour a piece, so no, yeah, they were. Way it flew by that, quick, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I, I I thought it was what a great interesting story that was. Pro- probably was a podcast. So I said, let's turn that into a little documentary. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah. So. No, that's all I wanted to know because I was, I was going to let you know that was a good recommendation. It was, pretty, yeah. it was, it was good. It really was. And this is one of those where you're like, it, there's really no, well, I can't say no harm was done because of the Philippine part. Yeah. But I want to call it a harmless documentary. You yeah. know, not one that's like these depressing ones that I see about like. Man, Or the one about the Mormon church with the freaking whatever. It's just, because I thought I told you about the one documentary. Where the woman killed her own kid or something like that. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. See, I don't. Those are all over Netflix. This one was a little bit more lighthearted, we'll say. Yeah, a lot more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but okay. So yeah. So uh, I like I said, I've got a lot of movies written down to discuss as far as the, you know our our best movies of the year. I am not going to do best movie. Like I'm not going to do a top five or anything like that because I still I'm sure there's still ones I need to watch. Yeah. But um, I. Oh, I usually write up top tens for TV shows and movies and stuff for the website, yeah. but we we'll go over them on this too. Sure. And then I'll give you one recommendation. It's, okay. uh, it's called, uh, what is it called on Netflix? Where the crawdads are or something oh, like that. Yeah. We, I, I saw it. You saw it. How, that was pretty good, right? It was pretty good. Aaron read the book. So that's the reason okay. we watched it. Yeah. And it's, oh, that's definitely a chick book. It's definitely, a chick, yes. it turned out to be a pretty good movie. I it, it was. Like, and yeah. cause you're sitting there thinking, well, this is what happened and and then you're like well maybe it didn't happen this way and then you go back and forth throughout the whole movie yep exactly yeah oh oh i forgot one if i didn't talk about it and I, this is the episode that doesn't end but yeah. i gotta give you this one though okay apple movie yeah greatest beer run ever oh i want to see that jay i know it won't win best picture but in my heart it should <laughs> should win best picture i love this movie and it, that damn zach efron if he's not the most charming guy <laughs> i want to see this so bad he's, he's super char- the, the 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 story's amazing it's a and it's a charming story he's perfect for the role in it yeah um i actually watched the uh little five minute interview between the um director 
the actual guy and Zach Efron. Yeah. I even recommend watching that part of it. It was okay. great. I, I loved it. Ooh, so I'm, I might watch that this, tomorrow. This one gets a, I give you a lot of recommendations. I'd put this at the top of the list. Okay. And, def- and not background, not background, not background. Okay. This is watch. And it's not because it's so complex. It's just because you'll enjoy it more. I yeah. think you'll, enjoy, I think you'll really enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, super good movie. I liked it. So there, now we can end the episode. Right. I think I got enough. I think I did it enough times. Like, wait, wait, wait. What about this? What about this one? No, that should be it. Well, I think this is shorter than the last one. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, man. We'll get catching up and right. until next time. Okay. All right, see you. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. It's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Still Right Here by Tech 9 featuring X-Rated, Garrett Rath, and Simeon. Hopefully, hopefully I'm in your head. I hope that you don't forget that I... Like, ain't no death sight. Looking forward to the next night. Much longevity for text life. Like I'm searching for the neck bites. How many people will stress? I'm one of the best mics. Multi millies, your guest right. One of the pioneers. I am here, never looking at no dying years. Rhyming, I'm in shining clear. When I get to go in, they crying tears. Of happiness, loving rapidy rappy shit that be smacking these tacky kids, blasting trash and be that remiss. When it comes to living legends, giving dead and still forbidden revving of a spitting president, want to fit in begging. But inadequate rappers are never sit in heaven for the long haul song fall. Look around, he gone, y'all. Wrong call. He was on his own, all blown dog. The industry dong saw his grown draws. Got him. They got their money where it's supposed to be. Sitting hella heavy if he didn't spin it totally. I can do whatever when I get up on the pin and pad a minute when I said I was a pro to be blessed soulfully. Hella percussion to give on a bus and it really that slow to me. Slow it down. Yeah. I throw this flow around. Yeah. Then women get freaky like the beasties. They want to hold it now. Hit it because my roguish style. Yeah. And when I get into you, I'll be what's meant for you. Flipping the gift for your tech as the emperor. I'll be the coldest pal. Yeah. Still in the conversation. And my bombs are shaking on your station. I'm with racing and I didn't ponder waiting. To get up in this big enough fixture that everybody will lift up and nobody will dish ya and get away with it. They get it. Victory is far fathomed. We don't play with it. Spray quick. History, the dark has them. I done been around for the rise and fall of a lot of y'all's heart spasms and still standing. So when I say hopefully and hope when I know, it's like my sarcasm. Hopefully, hopefully I'm in your head. I hope that you don't forget that I. Try to block my shine here. Godfather buried alive here. I had to indetermined sense. Never ending. I was meant to live the life of pie here. Heard a man crying about the five years he got to do when I was traumatized here. Never going home, lost and all alone, wondering how to survive here. Release date felt like a light year. Release hate, cause I had to fight here. But these days, feel like hella bright here. I walk in the room, it's hella light here. No escape. I had to thrive here. Become the rosy groove in the concrete. Trapped in the cave, fast to the prey. To the day my blessing grew upon me. Feeling melancholy. I ain't talking crib when I say I had the blues upon me. I was the man with contraband, smoking sticks, medicated, moving like a zombie. My biggest fear was still being here on the day that they buried mommy. 
Now it's strange how I'm home on the song with Tech Nine, spitting like a Tommy gun. No Rocky Five, the underdog shall win. Who's gonna stop me? None. Hockey ties, shit out in sudden death. You niggas should probably run. I'm a gun, spit like a bit possessed. I'm gonna need an exorcism, protecting venom. The only outcome I ever knew was either death or prison. Unexpected to live beyond 25, but I rejected the vision. Invested in living a better life for the days that I slept in prisons. Accepting wisdom for those who wanna see me win when I step in the building with no exceptions. I'm chilling. My only concern is collecting millions. Ducking brothers and reptilian henchmen. Fuck opponents and niggas that squilling. Dark man X ready to anti hero and the penitent villain. Doper the DMT. Out here raising hell like DMC. You finally famous cause DMZ resuscitated your career like EMTs. Hardest nigga from my city for years. Nobody fucking with me, none of my peers. Benefited from my blood, off of my sweat, off of my tears. Had to get busy. It was crazy. I had to wish for this. I couldn't be lazy. Had to it out, but my mind, spirit, and flesh have bone been in harmony lately. Hopefully, hopefully I'm in your head. I hope that you don't forget that I still right here, still right here, still right here, still right here. You just live here, I've been here. Standing strong like Taj Mahal War trophies in Senegal Pyramids in Machu Picchu and Gaza I'm the voice in the head of the father Melanin elevated Kansas City marinated God on the grill Half-baked and sun-kissed So yeah, I carry that heat That everlasting flame Check the temperature when they say my name At home and overseas You want to get known so bad that you're Alicia Keys But I'm still right here Forever like hieroglyphics on limestones and bedrock My lyric scripts are not a TED talk It's me, he walked on water and landmines Blew up, but never blown away I got now, later, and forever But some of y'all will be gone today But I'm still here Hopefully, hopefully I'm in your head I hope that you don't forget that I